You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. Welcome aboard, Captain. Play Star Trek. I'm Earl Green, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for March 21st, the day in 1983 that Sega introduced the video game Star Trek Strategic Operations Simulator to American arcades. Star Trek was always a favorite among early computer and arcade game programmers. It kind of makes sense. That generation of programmers had geeked out on the original series, and with Star Trek's wilderness years in the 1970s, it made sense that these programmers would design things like the Star Trek mainframe game popular on college campuses, or the first Star Trek arcade game, which not only didn't license the Star Trek name, but it also didn't license Space War, the game it was copying. In 1976, no less a major game manufacturer than Atari turned out a game called Starship One, featuring a ship that was either an upside-down Enterprise or a prediction of the USS Reliant, depending on how you looked at it. Atari even used a visual interpretation of the Enterprise and Jerry Goldsmith's theme as the title screen for its 1979 home computer game Star Readers. Why not? Star Trek wasn't coming back, was it? Oh, except that it did, also in 1979, which puts us on the road leading to Sega's 1982 arcade game. Founded in the 1940s, Sega was acquired by Gulf and Western Industries in 1969. Gulf and Western had also acquired Paramount Pictures in 1966, and a thriving little TV studio you may have heard of called Desilu Productions in 1967, turning it into Paramount's TV division. With the 1979 release of Star Trek The Motion Picture, what had previously seemed like an abandoned trademark, even though it never actually was abandoned, was very much back on the consumer market, and with video games thriving as the 70s turned into the 80s, making a properly licensed Star Trek game made all kinds of business sense to the various companies under the Gulf and Western umbrella. But who do you get to design and program the game? Well, we kind of already told you, but we'll remind you in a moment. He's the captain of the Starship Enterprise. 1982's hit arcade game Star Trek Strategic Operations Simulator may have been the product of corporate synergy with Paramount and Sega, both owned at the time by the same company, but the game design and programming was down to Sam Polonik, a self-confessed superfan of the original Star Trek series. Sam has also said that this was the last game he was involved in at the coding level. He later became a game producer, serving as the creative guide for numerous games at both Sega and Disney Interactive, but he still remains proud of the Star Trek game to this day. Arcade aficionados and Star Trek fans alike also harbor very fond memories of the game, with its heavily processed speech synthesis intended to sound like Spock and Scotty, and its rapid-fire gameplay that gave players a taste of their own Kobayashi Maru test for just 25 cents. Klingon cruisers converged on defenseless starbases, leaving the player, at the helm of the Enterprise, to take them on in combat, refuel and repair at any surviving starbases, and then resume the battle in the next sector. 
character. All of this fighting took a toll as the player had to keep an eye on shield strength and the number of photon torpedoes they had left. The game had a beautiful upright cabinet, but its best form factor was what Sega's sales material called the Captain's Chair, modeled after Kirk's command chair from the movies, enclosing the player inside the simulator and really putting them in the hot seat. No, really. All of the game's processor hardware was located under the seat. It may be very cold in space, but the captain's chair managed to remain strangely warm. Home versions of the game followed later for every 80s game console and computer under the sun, some better than others, but today we're celebrating the arcade game that marked Star Trek's official arrival on the video game scene. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for March 21st. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. Welcome aboard, Captain. Press player 1 or player 2. Start. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.rottenberry.com.